Welcome to episode 87 of Crack the Customer Code. I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here with the grand poobah of customer service, <laughs> Adam Toporek. Oh, that's just my uh, TV title. <laughs> and this isn't TV, so I'm not sure where I got that. <laughs> the grand poobah. Is that for like the Flintstones or is the grand poobah coming from? I think it they is. Start, they used to use it on the Flintstones, at least, right? Yeah. I don't know if it actually started somewhere else, but I think we all, our generation, remembers it from the Flintstones with the big hat, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of generations, that brings us to our topic today, which is what will we do with the new generation of customer experience leaders? What are they going to be like? How are they going to learn in this new environment to be customer experience leaders? Well, I think it's a very good question. I can't wait to dive into the discussion with you. And I'm just going to point out, we're almost different generations. Oh, <laughs> right? please. You're not, not <laughs> even close. Oh, my gosh. I would have been nice to you about it. But when you go that direction, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, could, I could have tried to do the old, oh, Jeannie, yeah, how was your 18th birthday and all that. But <laughs> yeah, but, you know, if you're going to go sw come in swinging, I mean, that's just the way it is. Uh, Jean, I am a few years younger than Jeannie. It's oh, just that's to, let our, to let our listeners know. You're, you're, that's a bold-faced lie. <laughs> okay. I'm a few years older than Jeannie chronologically however as far as <laughs> energy and enthusiasm oh really okay i'm feeling 21 well, again let's take a little breather go to separate corners for a minute <laughs> <laughs> and why don't you tell us about what's happening at cts service solutions well we want to know what prevents most customer facing teams from succeeding and we want to tell you because we actually already do know. It's a lack of effective training. CTS Service Solutions offers a half-day in-person workshop and our newly designed virtual workshop, which are both designed to motivate and educate your customer-facing team members using energy, excitement. That is youthful energy, Jeannie. <laughs> of course, of course it of is. Of course. And interaction. Our workshops help frontline teams embrace a customer-centric outlook and then give them the skills and confidence they need to handle any service interaction. Learn more at CustomerHeroWorkshop.com. That is CustomerHeroWorkshop.com. And if you'd like to reach this specialized audience of customer service and customer experience leaders by being a show sponsor, you can. Go to CrackTheCustomerCode.com slash sponsor for all the details. So, Adam, did you tell people when you were growing up, when they said, what do you want to be when you grow up, little boy? Did you ever say, I want to be a leader in customer service? Well, I did. I said, you know, <laughs> my primary interests are journey mapping and no. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, right. It was like soldier, fireman, you know, race mm -hmm. car driver, whatever. I, don't, I never really had those like big things when I was a kid. But yeah, CX leader, I'm pretty sure didn't make the list. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, customer service speaker or author did not mm -hmm. make the list. So yeah, we fall into these things as we get older. We do. And I certainly didn't go to college with any thought towards this career. Um, some of what I did in college certainly, you know, led me here. Some of what I did in college, I'm happy it didn't lead me astray. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a family show, Jeannie, please. <laughs> so I think it's, you know, I, I, you and I started talking about this. And when I started looking into this a little bit more, it's kind of fascinating because a lot of people, and I'm sure you experience this, I know you do, when we speak or when you talk to people, everybody thinks it sounds like a cool job. Like they're like, that sounds awesome. And they all think they'd be really good at it <laughs> right. because, because we've all been customers and a lot of this is about understanding people and people feel like, 
oh, I really get people and that sounds so fun. And it's hard to kind of direct people when they want to take that next step of what do I do to get into that career? Because if you look at even just the people that we've interviewed on this program, I mean, they've come from every single path you can imagine. And I think it's telling that we all kind of just land here. <laughs> there's right. no there's no ladder necessarily to go up. It's very much about figuring out our own path and our own journey. And even on Google, when I did a search, I thought, what would people find if they looked up degrees for customer experience or customer experience college degree? Hopefully you found our site. I found nada, nothing. Nada. And in fact, Google was giving me all sorts of weird combinations of those words instead of the phrase because they really couldn't serve up what I was looking for. And I think that's pretty telling. And so I'm wondering, where are the next generation of leaders going to come from? Well, as you know, we at uh, CTS Service Solutions, we put together, because I got very interested in this topic, we put together a whole resource on customer experience and customer service certificate and degree programs. And we'll link that up in the show notes. And what was fascinating was how hard it was to find anything. Mm -hmm. There are so few. I mean, I went to one of the few things, um, certificate programs, which is at uh, ASU. Yeah. And I've got that certificate. And that was a really good program. But there is very little in the way of certificates. You know, it's a lot of, pro and there, there's been private training forever. You know, there's been mm -hmm. people offering their own customer service certification or whatever. That's been around. But as far as academics, as far as traditional universities, there's hardly anything. And there is nothing. And I'm, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm almost sure there's nothing at all, but one or two that are true, like master's level or PhD to do that. The people teaching the courses were PhDs in marketing. Right. That's right? exactly right. Because yep. you, there, it doesn't exist for this industry. So it's very interesting where the industry is going to go. And it's very interesting to see as we get in a world that is more and more specialized and more and more niche, mm -hmm. how is the next generation going to develop into it and what's going to blossom in the educational space to take care of that need? Mm -hmm. Well, and I think it, you bring up a great point about marketing because I've been uh, fortunate to go speak for some classes, both undergraduate and graduate, at DePaul University here in Chicago, and as well as a couple others here. And they've all been either business courses that dedicate one or two sessions <laughs> to this idea of customer experience, or they're marketing, and they kind of have to shoehorn me in. Like uh, Sean McGinnis was one of the people I spoke for. He was teaching. He was adjunct faculty at one of the schools around here. And his course was really about uh, social media marketing and how to intersect all of that. So I came in and talked about social customer care. So it's kind of, it's a it's a day in the very long journey that these uh, students and educators have. So I think it's a really compelling question that we are going to face in a way that we're not really prepared for. And education overall is changing so much and the expectations around education for the workplace are changing so much. Um, you were just telling me about how Ernst & Young, I think, they were the ones who dropped their requirement for a degree at all, right? Right, yeah. It was Ernst & Young. Yeah, they basically ran the math, you know, did uh, ran the data, did the math, and found out that there was no correlation in their applicant pool between mm. performance and college degrees. Wow. So they That's, got rid of that. Which is very progressive um, in today's world because most requirement, most uh, jobs that, you know, 
kind of the the steady long term <laughs> organizations like that, they require a college degree as bare minimum. Well, um, and when I look for progressive thinking in the management space, I usually go to a large scale accounting firm. That's <laughs> <laughs> really neat that it's Ernst and Young. That well, you know they they ran the data. They're data yeah. people. You know, it's a data type of organization, and they said, "Hey, we're not getting yeah. any better benefits from college degrees." Now, that's a very interesting thing for them, but it's a very scary message to send because if only a few companies have that attitude, it doesn't make it not risky to not have a degree. Right. Well, and I struggle with this as being a parent because I have, you know, two young children who are under 12 right now. And the data right now is telling us that we not only don't know kind of which type of job they'll have, we don't know yet what Jo- their jobs have not even been invented yet. <laughs> like the right. jobs that my kids will have have not do not exist today. And so how do you train people? How do you educate people? It's really, it's a very interesting question. And I think when it comes to customer experience, I mean, you and I have both seen, it's a huge umbrella. It's an enormous umbrella that has all these different parts to it. So you can say that you're a customer experience expert and be very uh, specific about what that means. So that might mean that you are an NPS expert. That's what you. That's your baby. You're the guy who everybody should go to for that. Or it could mean that you're great at training customer service departments. It could mean that you're really just about the design of the actual you know, store layout for customers and the path that they take. There are so many different ways that you can look at this, so many different angles. It's kind of like business. Like, what does it mean to be in business? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a pretty big umbrella, too. But I think we haven't quite gotten there with education. And, and you were also saying that privately it's been around, which is true. Many software providers provide certification programs for their software. And then just recently, within the last, you know, six, seven years, the uh, CXPA came out with their certification program, which is the Customer Experience Professionals Association. And they're trying to find that footing of, okay, we're nonprofit, we're not, you know, connected to anything specific as far as a product or a company. So what are the core curriculum features that we should have? And so they've developed a curriculum around that, which may be the closest we have, but it's still not a university degree. Right. And once again, that's an organization. And the interesting thing is you mentioned marketing and business. You know, there's always been this line, even current, you know, for decades, even when we were younger, between things that are governmentally uh, Mm -hmm. accepted as, you know, you can't call yourself a CPA unless you're a CPA. Right. You can call yourself a customer service expert tomorrow. That's or true. a marketing uh, expert or a, mar- mm-hmm. you know, anything. So it really, you know, you can't call yourself a lawyer. You can't call yourself a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can. You, there'll just be consequences if you do. <laughs> you actually can do it, yes. We have free, we have free speech, but uh, yes. <laughs> sometimes it has a price. But yes, you know, uh, so there's always been that line. Mm-hmm. But what I think is interesting, circling back to what you were saying about college degrees, and, you know, you and I spoke about this privately, and, you know, my feelings, which are, I think this generation's in a really tough box with college education mm-hmm. because if you, if you look at we've talked about this too. If you look at a graph of inflation, healthcare costs, and college, you know, expense, oh. basically, you know, inflation's like this slight thing, and the other two look like rocket ship launches for the yep. past few decades, and they've so outpaced wage growth and inflation 
that the value, particularly for college, is really becoming a question. But the problem is, again, if you end up in an applicant pool with 50 other people and you're the one without the college degree, you yep. know, for a like, there's some jobs where that won't matter, but for a lot of the corporate type jobs that will mm-hmm. provide for you in the future, you're it's gonna it's a tough box. But on the other hand, do you want to be a hundred thousands and hundred thousand dollars in debt for an undergraduate marketing degree? Right, and and there are so many success stories that people look up to now of these people who never graduated college. You know, Mark Zuckerberg, no, and don't get me uh, started. <laughs> I know, I know, but uh, it's called survivor bias. It's a very dangerous <laughs> thing when you when you look at your life and when you plan your. It's also being encouraged by that set too, and I I I think it might be Jack Dorsey. I'm not sure, but one of the guys, kind of the Silicon Valley. Kings, <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's just call them what they are. <laughs> um, he basically is uh, is going around saying, "Don't go to college. Go start your own thing." And he's funding people who have good ideas for that. And so I think there is this idea that you know some of the skills that we are teaching at the educational level are simply not applicable anymore. And so it's we've got to shake up education, but we also have to shake up what are our expectations around expect education because no I did not learn customer experience in college but I still learned how to write I learned how to take criticism I learned how to get along with others I learned how to collaborate on projects with people those are all very valuable skills that I use to this day and so I and think back in our generation you actually probably learned some critical thinking I don't think they allow oh, that anymore <laughs> yes yes absolutely and I think the idea that, you know, we have to have degrees for everything, I don't know if that's valid anymore. So it's a really, it's it's a really challenging question, I think. And for those companies out there trying to hire customer experience leaders, what do they go on? Well, they have to go on experience. Well, how do you get experience? Right. <laughs> so we are in this weird phase where it's it's something that, yes, anybody can do, but you have to kind of find your own path to get there. And I think, th- I mean, your your children, that generation, the generation that's coming up, I think there will be more degrees, despite what we're talking about with are they going to be worth it. I think we will see more specialized degree degrees come up because I think customer experience is becoming so big, so important. There's so much data and research in HBR and all of these you know, respected publications and everybody's getting into customer experience. Everybody, we were talking mm-hmm. about this the other day, right? From social media marketing, they're all into customer experience now, which is great. Right. But I think that will eventually translate into more academic recognition and eventually more degrees and more programs. And mm-hmm. then the question will be, what will they be worth? Right. And I don't know. Right. So if you know the answer, let us know. <laughs> Please. We're, look, we're looking clearly, for guidance here. <laughs> we're still scratching our heads over this one. <laughs> exactly. Well, while we scratch our heads, I think we will go ahead and say goodbye. So we hope you enjoyed episode 87 of Crack the Customer Code. You can see the show notes for this and all of our episodes at crackthecustomercode.com. And don't forget, Jeannie loves feedback. I love it. Give it to us. (laughs) I'm Jeannie Walters. Sign up for customer experience webinars at cxwebinar.com and connect with me at 360connects.com. And I'm Adam Tepork. You can connect with me and find out more about our customer service workshops and training at customersatstick.com. Until next time, Jeannie, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.